So please come to a comfortable cross-legged seated position, perhaps up on some padding. If you do not have a firm blanket, uh, pillow, or block handy, you might take a moment just to go get it. If you have one, go get it. And sit down. Sit so that your pelvic crests are higher than your knees, allowing for your inner thighs to be more relaxed, more extended. Ground through your outer hips, take your hands to your thighs and close your eyes. Notice what happens as you arrive here in this space for practice on your mat. Notice all the spaces where your body is touching the surfaces beneath you. Visualize roots growing from your body into the earth, reaching through the floor, reaching through the foundation of the building, reaching down into the dirt, the soil, the earth below. Setting foundation, and finding nourishment from that connection. Draw from the earth, grow tall along your spine. Shrug your shoulders up towards your ears, lifting into your armpits, lengthening the sides of the body. And then keep the sides of your body long as you loop your shoulder blades together behind your heart. Upper back contracts as chest opens and lifts. Allow the weight of your forearms to melt towards the floor, shoulder blades sliding down the back side of your chest. Likely your head is tilted back, so consciously draw your chin down parallel to the floor. Ease the sides of your neck back, align your head over your heart. Bring a fingertip or two to your upper abdomen. Create a tone in that space by drawing the left and right front lower ribs into a central point, creating that tone, that gentle firmness, and then ease that point subtly towards your spine, creating strength at your center, length through the low back. Feel the air of the room against any exposed skin, and allow the edges of your physical being to soften. might be a sensation of an aura, a soft glow exuding from your skin. Turn your attention to your breath. Breathe in and out through the nostrils, gradually slowing and deepening the breath. You might automatically have begun the practice of Ujjayi Pranayama. If you have not done so yet, begin Ujjayi Pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. Whatever noise may be surrounding you in this space, 
be it auditory or otherwise. Let your mind be drawn into the body, into the present moment, the sound of your breath acting as a soundtrack to this breath meditation. And as you breathe, I'll recall for the uh, live stream listeners this idea of wonders never cease. And considering that phrase, that expression, not in a sarcastic way, but consider it in terms of the breath. You have been breathing throughout your life, every day, all day. When you take the chance, the opportunity to focus on your breath, can you recognize the uniqueness of each breath, each moment of each breath, the complexity therein, some um, techniques to focusing on the breath if you find it challenging at this moment. So counting the duration of the inhalation and the duration of the exhalation is one way to focus the mind on the breath. In doing so, you might practice this uh, very common ratio of one to two. So the inhalation is the one, the exhalation is the two. So however long you inhale, you try to double that with your exhale. And that will take a little bit of adjustment. So uh, in attempting that, it's likely that you recognize that when you exhale, a big burst of uh, air exits your body right away. And then it very dramatically, very quickly tapers off. So as you exhale, can you really uh, regulate the um, the speed, the um, yeah, the speed with which you let air escape your body? So why don't we try that together? We'll do an inhale of four and an exhale of eight. Empty your lungs. Inhale with the Ujjayi Pranayama technique for one, two, three, four. Fill and hold. Then with control, exhale for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Empty. Let's go again for one, two, three. Four, fill and hold with control. Exhale from top to bottom. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. One more round together. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five, four, three, two, one. Exhale, four, three, two, one. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five, four, three, two, one. Exhale, four, three, two, one. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five, four,
two, three, four, fill and hold, exhale with control, top to bottom, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Do a couple more rounds using the count of your choice. Once you have completed those five rounds of the one to two breath ratio, let's all bring the palms together at heart center. We will chant OM three times beginning, before beginning the moving practice. Chant so I can hear you. Exhale and inhale for OM. down, tailbone, and gaze, lift into the cow. Exhale, round the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, push the earth away, dome the upper back, cat pose, and inhale back to cow. Continue this exploration with your breath. So do you find it... Uh, automatic or is it a challenge to synchronize breath and movement? I don't hear you. You said yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so check in with the spine, check in with your range of motion. Over the course of a few breaths, does the range of motion begin to deepen? May you, you may begin to move in such a way where your practice becomes a reflection of your experience on the mat. So 
uh, take the liberty to move into some tangents here, to make some uh, variations on the movements. Maybe you hold in one shape for additional breath. Maybe you shift the hips from side to side. Maybe even push back into a brief downward facing dog. Okay, let's come back to a neutral spine. Lower ribs draw in and back, tailbone extends back as the sternum extends forward. So bring the left hand in front of the face a few inches, move it towards center, and then bring the right hand behind the head. Inhale, open the chest towards the right wall as you look up, point the right elbow up, and then exhale, bring the right elbow towards the left wrist. Inhale, again, open to the right, look up. Exhale, curl and separate the shoulders apart. Last one, this side, inhale, open to the right, and exhale, curl in. So right hand to the floor, moving it towards center. So I was thinking about this, my tendency to move uh, the foot or the hand towards center, moving into three-legged a three-pointed table or three-pointed uh, dog. And I was thinking, if you were actually making a table, you can have that hand out to the right. You need it towards center for stability. So uh, inhale, open the chest towards the left. Look up, elbow up. Exhale, curl in. Inhale, open to the left. Look up. Exhale, curl, and last one. Inhale, open left. And exhale, curl in. Okay, plant the hands below the shoulders. Now this time bring the left knee in towards center as you extend the right leg back for a three-legged table with one leg lifted. Point the knee and toes down lifting through the right inner thigh and wrapping the right outer hip towards the floor so the hips stay at an even height. Look forward and reach your left arm forward. Hips and shoulders at an even height. Reaching forward with the fingertips, with the gaze, with the heart, reaching back with the tailbone and the heel and in the middle find that stability. Soft gaze, uh, ground through the knuckles of the right hand. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling. Point the right toes, bend the right knee, reach back for the inside of the right foot or ankle with the left hand. If and when, if or when you have a good grip, begin to kick your foot into your hand, lifting the right thigh away from the floor, drawing the left shoulder blade deep onto the back of the chest. Crossbow pose. Kick and lift with the back leg. Let the left shoulder be drawn back so there's a sense of surrender in the left shoulder, a sense of release. Right knee down, left hand down, right knee towards center, left leg extends straight up and back. Knee and toes point down, hips at an even height, gaze goes forward as you reach with the right fingertips. Oh, there's a cat outside my window that looks a lot like my cat, but it is not my cat. That was, that was fun for me. Okay, lower ribs in and back. Wonders never cease. Uh, lengthen through the tailbone, reach through the heart, reach through the fingertips. 
What did I use that sarcastically just then? I didn't mean to. Okay, point the left toes, bend the left knee. We all have sarcasm just uh, just baked into us, don't we? Uh, from the Ninja Turtles. Okay, right hand to the left ankle. Kick and lift the foot. Kick the foot, lift the thigh, roll the right shoulder back. Yeah, I was thinking about sarcasm when I was looking up that phrase. And uh, <laughs> I think my first introduction to the word sarcasm was from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My, they had a very, you know, they were a very sarcastic bunch and it was, it was hilarious. Kick and lift, roll the shoulder back, and hand down, knee down. Okay, what is next? From here, we're gonna walk the knees back about six inches, tuck the toes under, tilt the tailbone up as though you're doing cow pose in the low back. Look forward and then slowly bend the elbows back as you lower the chin and chest to the floor into, um, into knees, chest, chin. Elbows hug in, shoulder blades on the back and slide forward onto your belly. Lengthen the legs back one at a time. Press the tops of the feet down. Engage the muscles of the legs. Lengthen the tailbone back and scoop it forward. Shoulder blades together behind the heart. Shoulders away from the ears. Inhale, curl up. Little baby cobra. Look, ma. No hands. No weight in the hands. Lift them slightly away from the floor as you draw your elbows in. Hug your shoulder blades on the back of the chest as the collarbones open and lift using the strength of the upper back to lift the chest. Now begin to push weight down into your hands, keeping your elbows in, keeping the shoulder blades down the back side of the chest, keeping the collarbones broad, feet grounded, kneecaps lifting, tailbone lengthening, back side to neck, back crown of the head lifts, king cobra pose, exhale, lower back down. Tuck the toes, lift the knees. Engage the legs, lengthen your tailbone back, hug the shoulder blades together behind your heart, and as you exhale next, push all the way up into a plank position like the top of a push-up. Shoulders, hips, and heels in one line, and then either push the hips up and back for downward facing dog, or bend the knees to the floor and move back into a tabletop if downward dog is jarring, makes you nauseous. Uh, I've had some Feedback that a lot, that's common. That's common for a lot of people, and uh, I guess a lot of people. I just. <laughs> I think maybe people who uh, feel that way feel intimidated by going to a yoga class because it's hard to make choices sometimes that are the right choices for you, that um, that feel like they're not the right choices for most people. Anyway, uh, push your hips up and back or back and down if you're in child pose. Perhaps walk out your dog pose or shift your hips side to side. Explore whatever shape you have come into. What's happening with the shoulders? Release the weight of the head. Activate the hands. Ground into the knuckles. Press into the fingerprints. Awareness down through the lower spine, down through the outer hips. Okay, inhale to lift the right leg straight up and back if you are in three in, uh, dog pose. And then look to the top of your mat and find your way into a lunge with the right foot forward. 
hands on, can be fingertips, bald fist, or on blocks on either side of your front foot. Gotta love a lunge. Uh, you don't really have to. <laughs> I love a lunge. Right thigh parallel to the floor, hips weighing down and forward, and then counter that weight by lifting through the left inner upper thigh. Collarbones, broad chest forward, tailbone and heel back. And from here, exhale, round the spine, pyramid pose variation, pull the right hip back, lengthen the right leg, ground through the base of the right big toe, forehead towards or to the knee. And with an inhale, come forward, melt the hips down and forward, right thigh parallel, shoulders away from the ears. Exhale, round and hips back. Couple of more times with your own breath, and again, Take some liberty here to move based on what you're hearing from your body. So if one of these poses feels more essential to you at this moment, take more time in that shape. Eventually coming back to the lunge, left palm to the floor or to a block, right hand to the right thigh. Keep the right thigh parallel to the floor as you revolve your left ribs towards your right inner thigh. Stack the shoulders, look up, reach up with the right arm. Ground through the knuckles of the left hand, wrap the left ribs skyward if you like, open up even more as though you're going to embrace the sky. Left ribs skyward, right ribs earthward, open up. And then look down, hand down, press back down dog. Inhale, left leg lifts, look to the top of your mat. Everyone meet in a lunge with the left foot forward between the hands. Melt the hips down and forward. Feel the weightiness of the hips, and then counter that weight, that earthiness, by lifting through the right inner upper thigh. Lighten and straighten the back leg. Heart and gaze forward, collarbones broad, tailbone and heel back. And again, find that stability, that um, strength at your center. So right foot pulls forward, left foot draws back to tone the legs and square the hips. Exhale to send the hips back, rounding through the base of the left big toe, lift into your left kneecap, round your spine, forehead towards the leg, chin towards the chest. Modified pyramid pose and inhale to your lunge. Move with your breath forward and back. Again, let your experience, along with your intention, influence the way that you move. So that's an important distinction that I have not made in the past. I, I find it now to be important, the importance between listening to your body and uh, moving with the intention you have for the practice. So consider, before you come onto your mat, how you want to move, how you want to practice where you want to set your boundaries. Some of us, you know, some of us want to push ourselves harder than we, our bodies <laughs> uh, typically would want us to. Some of us want to pull back from what our bodies uh, typically are craving. Okay, right palm to the floor, left hand to your left thigh. Push your left hand into your thigh and revolve your right ribs towards the left inner thigh, stack the shoulders, sweep the left arm up, broaden across the collarbones, ground into the knuckles, and either choose to stay here, or from your intention, you might begin 
to revolve the right ribs skyward, left ribs earthward, open up, embrace the sky. Look down, hand down, once again, press back, downward facing dog. If you're not practicing downward facing dog, you can just do the push-ups uh, from a plank position, because that's what we're about to do. Inhale, forward to plank. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, push up. Exhale, to make it look more like yoga, we're gonna push the hips up and back for down dog if that's appropriate for you. Inhale, come forward. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, press up. Exhale, hips go back, that's two. This can also be done on the knees. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips go back, three. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. One more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. And exhale, back, downward facing dog. Pause and down dog. I do, I do want us to do another set of those. So take a break, either hanging out in down dog or child's pose or, you know, whatever feels good and is in line with your intention for class day. So if you want, if you're intending to push yourself, then take this time between push-ups to do more push-ups. <laughs> Okay, just kidding. Inhale, come forward to plank. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. DFD. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Two, three more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Two more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back, one more, best one, last one, inhale, forward, exhale, lower down, hold, five, four, three, two, one, push, ah. hips go up and back, walk your feet in a couple of inches, lift onto your toes, drop through the sides of the waistline, shift the shoulders forward, look between the hands, draw back through the sides of the waistline, as you exhale, pull your belly button in towards your spine, and arrive at the top of your mat in a forward fold. Take your feet hip-width distance apart, lift and spread your toes, and then bend your knees. Rest your torso on your thighs, let your upper body hang forward. Take hold of opposite wrists, forearms, or elbows, and sway. Release the upper body earthward. Surrender the upper body. You might shift weight in the feet front to back, side to side inside to outside of the foot. You might sway the arms side to side, shake the head yes and no, before eventually moving your posture into relative stillness. Consider that there's always the movement of the breath. Come back to the breath now. As you inhale, imagine energy drawing from the earth up through the feet, up along the backs of the legs, pooling in the hips. As you exhale, visualize that energy cascading down the length of your spine like water, moving the head, moving the elbows, moving the shoulders and chest deeper towards the floor with each breath. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling, where you tend to... Uh, Shift the weight in your feet. 
So you might recognize in that, uh, in that exploration that one foot feels heavier or more weighted than the other. If so, seek more balance. Okay, fingertips to the floor in front of you or to uh, a prop. Press your feet down, lift your hips up, lengthen along the backs of your legs, and then add to the length that you've surrendered by actively extending the crown of your head towards the floor. Draw your shoulders up away from your ears so that the sides of the neck remain long. Uh, hands might come deeper to the floor, elbows might bend out to either side of the room. Notice the back side of your body in this forward fold. As you inhale next, palms to shin, shoulder blades on the back, extend the heart forward, hug the shoulder blades together, exhale, fold deeply in. Take your hands to your hips, point your elbows to the ceiling, lift your chin, and then push down through your feet as you slowly rise up to standing. If you are practicing early in the morning or whenever you're practicing, you might notice this is a disorienting transition from the forward fold, from the inversion to this standing position. So give yourself the opportunity to reorient here or at least notice what it feels like to change the orientation of the body. Push down through the feet, roll the shoulders back, turn your palms forward into Tadasana, Mountain Pose. Okay. Hopefully you feel reoriented. We are going to step the inner feet together. Base of the big toes come to touch. If that's not possible for your body, then you're going to simply slide a block at its lowest setting between your thighs. So this is the first time I've ever done this, uh, excepting yesterday. But I am going to make a plug for props. <laughs> props. Buy them. If you are serious about uh, creating and maintaining a home practice, uh, props are helpful. You don't have to get the most expensive block out there, uh, but these foam blocks are great. Also, a strap that could create a loop is helpful, and a blanket. Those are, the, those are my recommended props. Okay, so either block or feet together. Push down through your feet. Roll your shoulders back. From Tadasa, inhale to extend the arms overhead. Interlace your fingers, cross your thumbs, point your index fingers skyward. Inhale to grow tall and exhale, crescent pose to the right. So upper body leans right, hips press gently to the left, push down through the soles of the feet, lift into the kneecaps, lengthen through the tailbone, keep the hips and chest squared forward, and then consciously start to turn your gaze up beyond your left tricep muscles, noticing what subtle or not so subtle differences that might create in the sensations along the left side of the body. If this is painful for your low back, always the option to bring the right hand to the hip for support, pushing the hips down, lifting the chest up to keep compression out of the low back. Inhale, come back through center, grow tall. Exhale, upper body leans to the left, hips shift to the right. Use the left arm to pull the right side body long as you root down through the feet, especially the right foot. Again, option to support the low back by placing the left hand on the hip. So, with awareness, turn your gaze up beyond your right tricep muscles. Notice any tension pooling at the edges of the mouth or in the jaw. Soften there. 
Breathe along the right side body. And inhale, come back to center. Release your arms down. And today we're going to place our hands in our imaginary back pockets. Assuming your yoga pad pants do not have back pockets. Lengthen the tailbone down. So pressing the flesh of the buttocks down. Lift into the front of the hip points. Roll the shoulders back and look up. Lift into your heart space. Actively draw your shoulder blades together behind your heart. And then we're going to turn the fingertips up towards the ceiling, up towards the shoulders, using the heels of the hands to push the buttocks flesh down as the collarbones broaden and the chest lifts. So this could be the pose. This could be the place where you're feeling enough to get that sense of wonders never cease. If wonders are ceasing and you're like, this is not so wonderful, this is not so interesting, you might interlace your fingers behind your back, hug your shoulder blades back, re release the, uh, extend the knuckles down, reach the heart up. You might even release the head back as you move deeper into the unknown, uh, into your back bend. Ground through the feet, tone the legs, lengthen the tailbone, lift the heart, open up the front side of your body, and then support your hands on your hips to come back up. Arms to your sides, shoulders roll forward, up, back, down, forward, up, back, down, and then up, forward, down, back. So do some shoulder rolls. Okay, and then do a little shimmy shake, and hands to your sides. Tadasana. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Exhale, flow forward. Bend the knees as you release the upper body forward. After that back bending practice, it's helpful to release the low back. Bend one knee at a time, walking out of your forward fold, hips shift from side to side as the upper body hangs down. Okay, bend the knees, lift the heels. If it feels okay for the knees, sink the hips down to the heels. Once, twice, what the heck? Let's do that three times as long as your knees are feeling good. And then, Forward fold. Inhale, palms to shins. Exhale, fold in. Inhale, rise to stand. Palms touch. Exhale, Tadasana. What I would like to do today is a C salutation or several C salutations. This takes up quite a bit of space. A little, it's a little bit raucous, a lot bit fun. Uh, so, what, if you're familiar with this, you can just go right ahead and do this with me the first time. If this is something you've never heard of, I suggest uh, watching me the first time and then uh, we will do it together several times just so, so you can get an opportunity to get the hang of it. Okay, inhale, taking my arms overhead. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, I'm going to lift halfway. Exhale, I'm going to sit down into my imaginary chair. Sweeping my arms forward. Half awkward chair, half fierce chair. And then with an exhale, I'm gonna lower my hips down, swing my legs overhead, and then inhale, get some momentum to come back into this half chair pose. Exhale, hips up. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, fold. And inhale, rise to standing. Exhale, Tadasana. That was one. Okay, so this next time you might try it with me. If the, uh, if the swinging the legs over the head 
Uh, if you try it and it's not for you, then you can just continue through some half Surya Namaskar A, some half sun citations. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, sink down into the seat. Inhale, arms up. Exhale, roll onto your butt ski. Inhale, come back up. Half, uh, half awkward chair. Exhale, fold. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise. Exhale, Tadasana. Again, inhale, arms up. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, sink the hips down. Inhale, reach the arms forward. Exhale, down onto your bottom. Swing your legs overhead. Inhale, get some momentum coming back to balance in half awkward chair. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale and fold. Inhale, rise to standing. Reach the arms up. Exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your side. You're getting the hang of it now. Inhale, sweep up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, sink down into your chair. Inhale, reach the arms forward. Exhale, swing the legs overhead. Inhale, come back up. Exhale, fold. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise back up. And exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides. I know that when I've taught this with people in the room, there's usually some giggling and merriment. So I hope wherever you're doing yoga, you're having fun. Okay, so goddess pose. Take your feet wide-ish apart. So as I always say in goddess pose, I almost, I basically always move my feet uh, from where I started them. So, important to turn the toes out at about a 45 degree angle. Important to remember that the knees are going to bend in the same direction that the toes are pointing. Let's start with the hands on the hips. Throw on your superhero cape. Shoulders roll back. Collarbones broaden. Now begin to bend your knees in the direction that your toes are pointing and sink your hips straight down as though through an elevator shaft. As the tailbone lengthens down, extend from the inner groin, out through the inner knees. Contract from the outer knees, out into the outer hips. Weight into the heels as you adjust your feet so that the heels are below your knees. Upper body back, sweep the arms overhead. Exhale, right arm underneath your left. Palms touch, elbows lift, forearms away from the face. Take hold of palms or you can use, you can grab shoulders. Upper body back, elbows lift, forearms away from the face, tailbone lengthens down, extension through the inner heels, inner thighs, and weight in the heels. Let's inhale, straighten the legs as you sweep the arms overhead. Exhale, sink the hips down, left arm underneath the right, palms touch or grab shoulders. Extension through the inner thighs, contraction through the outer hips, lengthen through the tailbone, lower ribs in and back, upper body back, elbows lift, forearms away from the face, Weight in the heels for five, four, three, two, one. Sweep the arms overhead and exhale. Gold post arms come down one more time. Extension through the inner thigh, contraction through the outer hips. Weight in the heels, lengthen down through the tailbones, lower ribs, in and back, shoulder blades on the back. Open your palms. Five, four, three, two, one. Straighten the legs, reach up. Exhale, release the arms to your sides. 
heel toe, the feet back together. Okay. Strap on your invisible hula hoop. That was a big one. That was my big hula hoop. Okay. Big hula hoop action here. Keep the ankles and knees soft. And send that big hula hoop off in the other direction. Maybe you're just a little hula hoop. The smaller the hula hoop, the faster you gotta move those hips. Mine is like, my hula hoop right now is like 14 feet wide. Okay. Shake it out. We got more to do. Take your feet to the back edge of your mat. Line your heels up so that you know where your heels are. Take a wide stance. If you're not familiar with the wide-legged forward fold, take your feet as wide as you can comfortably take them. Uh, have a block, a blanket, or some manner of prop in front of you on the mat. Throw on your superhero cape. Lengthen down through the tailbone. Tone the muscles up your legs. Tilt your chin up, look up. Lengthen along the front of your torso, and then hinge at your hips. Bring the length of your torso parallel to the floor. Plant your wrists below your shoulders. Shoulders away from the ears, chin and chest forward, thigh bones and tailbone back. Exhale and fold. Walk your hands back so that the fingertips line up with the toes. Thigh bones back, kneecaps lift. Again, for those of us who do not feel comfortable inverting. I've had a lot of feedback about inversions causing uh, nausea, uh, dizziness, general discomfort. A lot of poses are similar. So this pose can be done with the legs out, folding forward for different effects, but hitting a lot of the same muscle groups. Okay, if your head is folded forward, find a place to ground the head possibly on a whole, uh, a whole skyscraper of blocks. So um, your head might be up here. If this is something that you are new, if this is a, a shape that you're new at, this is a pose that I teach pretty consistently, pretty regularly. And I do that because it's a pose where I see very visible um, change. So if you are doing this often, if you are doing this um, with any sort of focus and concentration, it is very likely that your back body is going to start to open up, your head is going to get deeper towards the floor. So um, wherever you are, be where you are, notice where you are, what you're feeling, where you're feeling. Again, consider uh, approaching your practice with a sense of wonder. There are discoveries to be made in each moment. This practice, this posture is a culmination of the practice so far. What you are feeling is a culmination of your life, your life in this body. Okay, and if you want, uh, go up into a headstand. Uh, by shifting weight into the hands, shifting weight into the head, if your head is in fact on the floor, sweep the legs out, up, and overhead. And wherever you're at, if you're up in headstand, start to come down with some semblance of control. Walk your wrists below your shoulders, 
Extend your chin and chest forward, hands to hips, elbows towards the ceiling, draw back through the sides of the waistline to come up, heel toe your feet back together. If you're sitting down, stand back up, grab your invisible hula hoop. I'm gonna throw my big hula hoop out around me. Just need a big hula hoop today, I don't know what it is. Okay, other direction. Okay, uh, we are going to do what I like to refer to as the big three. My fingers like just really camouflage with this um, blonde wood. <laughs> so I need to find a place where I can put my three fingers and you can see it there. The big three standing poses. So another place, if you do have a block or a block substitute, this is a good place to use it. So um, we are going to move through warrior two, triangle pose, and extended side angle pose. Uh, Viravadrasana two, trikonasana, and I don't, I just, para, parsva kanasana. Okay, so step to the middle of your mat, feet together, tadasana, tall spine, grounding through the legs, hands together in front of your heart, exhale, hopper step, your feet wide apart. So why is not relative in this pose? Well, it's relative to the, uh, the proportions of your body, but generally you want your ankles below your wrists. If you're looking into a monitor as I am, you can pretty much police that for yourself. If not, which is also likely the case, then it's a wide stance. Most people go not wide enough. Okay, so outer edges of your feet are parallel to the short ends of your mat. Expand across your chest, reach out through your fingertips, Tone your, lower, your upper abdomen in and back, lengthen the tailbone down, tone the muscles of the legs, ground through the outer edges of your feet, and then turn your right toes out 90 degrees. I am not mirroring you at this moment. Remember, the knee bends in the same direction that the toes are pointing. Look down at the right knee, bend the knee in the direction of the toes. Bring the knee to a 90 degree angle. So the knee is over the ankle, the thigh is parallel to the floor. Press the left thigh bone towards the wall behind you. Revolve the right ribs towards the wall in front of you to square your hips and chest forward. Shift weight into that front leg and then pull back into the right heel. Ground through the outer edge of the left foot. Extend through the right inner thigh just like goddess pose. Contract through the right outer hip just like goddess pose. Lengthen the tailbone down. Look out beyond your right fingertips. Breathe. Warrior two. Feel the strength of this pose. Straighten the right leg. Take your block and bring it to the outside of your right shin. Straighten the right leg, square the hips and chest forward. Once again, throw on your superhero cape as you sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. Tone the muscles of your legs, ground through the base of your right big toe, and with your next exhale, come straight down, right hand on the block at the outside of your right shin. Right ribs, bottom ribs revolve forward as left shoulder curls onto the back, stacking the shoulders, opening up across the front of the pelvis, lengthening down the inseam of the right leg, and then lifting into the right kneecap, pulling back through the right outer hip. Find a place for the head. Um, the traditional 
Uh, head position is to turn the gaze up. But I find often that that is um, distracting or distressing for my neck. So rather than that being the whole focus of my posture, I'll take my head forward or even take my gaze down. Triangle pose. Trikonasana. Expand from the center. Explode across the chest. Lengthen through the arms. Extend down the inseams of both legs. Revolve your left outer hip back. Broaden across the front of your pelvis. And then as you create all of that expansion, come back. Scissor the legs in. Pull the shoulder blades together behind the heart. Lengthen the tailbone. Draw the lower ribs in and back. Okay, come back up with the left arm. Let's take the hands to the hips. Now there's a cat outside my window that is my cat. Uh, wonder, wonders never cease when it comes to cats that live around my house. Okay. Tilt the hips so that they're at even height. Look at the right knee once again. Bend the right knee in the direction of the toes. Square the hips and chest forward. Sweep the arms up. Exhale, right hand through the block at the outside of your right ankle. So there's three settings on the block. Lowest setting, middle setting, highest setting. Bring your uh, hand to the block setting that allows you to sweep your left arm up and stack your shoulders. Wire your right leg into your right arm, tuck your tailbone forward, press your left thigh bone back. And now, take your left arm out in front of you, turn the knife edge of your hand towards the floor, keeping that orientation, sweep your left arm over your left ear. Your chest will temporarily turn down towards the floor, then start to draw your right ribs forward, spin your left ribs back until you're looking up beyond your left tricep muscles. Notice where the distribution of weight is in your feet. Likely it's all in your right foot. Your right toes are turning colors. Try to shift weight into the right heel and back to the outer edge of the left foot. Lift into the left kneecap. Press back through the left inner thigh. Extend through the right inner thigh. Widen the right knee into the right arm. And take a moment to breathe. Parsvakanasana. Left arm to the ceiling. Draw up. And then hands to hips. Right toes forward. Left toes out. We got a second side for all of that. Okay. Throw on your superhero cape, square your hips and chest forward, bend your left knee in the direction of your left toes, sink the hips down. Extend through the left inner thigh, contract through the left outer hip. As you look to the inside of your left knee, make sure you can just see your left big toe. Sweep the arms up, shoulder blades down the back, extend through the fingertips, press the right thigh bone back, Notice the distribution of weight in your feet. Shift weight back to your left heel, to the outside of your right foot. Right thigh bone back, lengthen through the left inner thigh. Look out beyond your left fingertips. Breathe here. Consider the naming of this pose, warrior pose. Consider embodying the warrior, whatever that means to you. Okay, straighten the left leg. Take the block to the outside of the left shin. Sweep the arms up, square the hips and chest forward. Exhale, left arm straight down to the block at the outside of the left shin. Tone the legs, lift into the kneecaps. Root through the base of the right big toe. Pull up, pull up. Draw the left hip crease back, lengthen the left side of the body. 
determine an appropriate place for the head, for the gaze. If it is distracting, discomfort, discomforting to turn your gaze skyward, consider taking the gaze forward, keeping the, head, the neck in line with the upper spine, or even taking the gaze down. Wrap the left outer hip towards the wall behind you, spin your right ribs forward. So consider the contraction and expansion. Okay, pull up through the right arm. <laughs> Hands to hips, square the hips, open the chest, lift to the left knee, bend the left knee in the direction of the left toes. Warrior two, sweep the arms up. Keep the hips low, left thigh parallel to the floor, exhale, left hand to the block, right arm towards the ceiling. Wide the left knee into the left arm, push the right thigh bone back. Notice distribution of weight in your feet, weight in the left heel, weight in the outer right foot. Stack the shoulders, right arm forward, raise your edge of the hand towards the floor, keep this orientation, sweep the right arm over the right ear. Long extension from the right outer foot through the right fingertips. And then wrap the left ribs forward, right ribs back, look up. Notice if the chest is turned down, find a higher height under your left hand. If this posture is easily achieved, you need more wonder here, then bring the block to a lower setting or fingertips all the way to the floor. Soften the edges of your mouth. And right arm to the sky, inhale, straighten the left leg, pull back to side. Whew. Toes forward, hands together in front of your heart, turn up the outer edges of your mouth, exhale, hopper step, your feet back together. Yay! Okay. Ah. <laughs> that, I just had you guys, I, we were doing that for a long time, in my opinion. That's, how my, that's what my body's telling me. So uh, we are going to skip our inversion practice today. I apologize for those of you who um, are mad at this moment to hear that. Um, if you are mad to hear that and you are watching the yoga stream or on the podcast, pause it and do some handstands or headstands right now. This would be a good time for it. Um, I'm trying to keep in my 75 minute format. So for that purpose, I'm going to uh, move straight into a kneeling pose. So come to kneeling, knees underneath the hips, point the toes back, bring the hands to the low back. Lengthen the tailbone down, lift into the front of the hip points. So this is how we did our standing back bend. We're going to let our standing back bend now inform our camel pose. Shoulder blades on the back, collarbones broad, heart lifted. Now gaze turns up, tilt the chin. Either choose to stay here, bust stop one, opening up the front of the chest. Bust stop two, turn the fingertips up towards the shoulders. Use the heels of the hands to press the flesh of the buttocks down, lengthen the tailbone, shoulder blades on the back, lifting the heart. Maybe curl back more. Bust stop three, take the hands to the heels, fingers inside, thumbs outside. Inner elbows start to roll out to either side of the room. Keep the head suspended if that feels okay, or release the head back if that feels 
more okay. Push the thighs down, lengthen the tailbone, open up the front side of the body. Breathe here. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling. Consider that this is a new camel pose, different than every other camel pose you have ever done before. What are you noticing? Where are you noticing? How are you feeling? What are you feeling? When you're ready, hands to hips, lean with the hips, shoulders, arms, head comes up last. Bring the knees together, feet together, take a seat on your heels, possibly placing patty between the hips and the heels. Lengthen through the low spine, lower ribs in and back, shoulder blades on the back, shoulder blades down the back, chin parallel to the floor, neutralizing the spine. Feel the resonant energy of the posture that we just practiced, of the practice thus far, of your day so far, of your life so far, of the history of the universe so far. Don't miss this moment. Okay, let's do it again. Option two, very. Option to take variations on this. Options to do less, do more. Ground through the knees, lengthen through the tailbones, hands to the back pockets, lengthen the tailbone down. Shoulders roll back, collarbones brawn, gaze and heart lift. Choose to stay here or turn the hands. Fingertips point towards the ceiling. Heels in the hands, press the flesh of the buttocks down, lengthening the tailbone as you lift the heart. The higher the heart, the taller the spine, the longer the spine, the deeper the back bend. Look back, curl back, hands to heels, fingers inside, thumbs outside. Release the head back if that feels okay for the neck. Push the feet down, ground the knees, lengthen through the tailbone, push the hips forward so hips remain over the knees. Lift the heart, curl the shoulders back, Widen the inner elbows out and take any variations thereof. Maybe you want to come back into a full pigeon pose. Maybe you want to practice your um, dropbacks in this moment. Maybe you just want to be in this pose for an extended amount of time. Notice how time and breath change your experience. When you are ready, hands to hips, hips forward, ribs forward, chest forward, shoulders forward, head comes up last, knees together, reorient, hips back to the heels or onto padding, neutralize the spine, head over heart, heart over the pelvis, shoulder blades on the back, shoulder blades down the back, chin parallel to the floor. Again, don't miss this moment, this moment for exploration, discovery, Wonder. Swing your legs forward. 
Come to lie on your back, maybe somewhat gingerly if your low back feels tender at this moment. Left foot to the floor, right leg extends, interlace your fingers behind your right thigh. Push your right thigh into your interlaced fingers. And then with your hands, draw down. So draw the right thigh deeply into the hip socket. Extend up through your heel, pull back through your toes. You might experiment with making circles with the toes in one direction and the other direction. You might experiment and explore the possibility of extending the left leg straight. Heel down, calf down, thigh down. Notice what you're feeling, where you're feeling. It's not wrong. Okay, right foot to the floor. Left knee into the chest, interlace your fingers behind your left thigh, extend your left leg straight. Push the thigh into the interlace of your fingers and with the hands, pull down. Leg uh, grounds, connects into the hip socket, down towards the floor as you push up through the heel, pull back through the toes, and experiment again. Circles, if you like, with the toes, one direction and the other direction. Experiment, explore the right leg straight. Heel down, calf down, inner thigh wraps towards the floor. So it seems like an obvious statement, but there's, you know, when you approach your practice, there are certainly days when um, I, when I approach my practice, there are certainly days when I want more, I want to do more diverse and uh, exploratory stuff. And there are other days when I want to explore what uh, might be considered the minutia of, of, um, child's pose for uh, 20 to 30 minutes. (laughs) Roll to one side, press your way up. And a good way, yeah, again, it's this idea of setting intention for the way you want to practice on any given day uh, can be helpful in making those little decisions throughout the practice. So uh, if you have a blanket or a firm pillow, or even a block, you might sit up on it here as you extend the legs forward. I am in the practice of manually moving the flesh of my buttocks back and apart to get a better connection between my sits bones and the surface I'm sitting on. So um, in the likelihood that you are practicing alone, don't feel, don't hesitate to grab your buttocks. Lengthen through your heels, pull back through your toes, bring your hands to either side of your hips into Dandasana, staff pose. Lower ribs in and back, tailbone lengthens, shoulder blades on the back, chin parallel to the floor. From here, we're going to take the right knee and the right hand, draw the right knee in and back. Take a fist width distance between your foot and your thigh. Left hand by the left hip, right arm extends up. And then fold to the inside of your right leg, grabbing the left uh, ankle, uh, inside of the foot, or um, eventually the outside of the left foot with the right hand. Hug the right knee in towards the right shoulder. 
If you have a strap, you might have it handy here. Uh, reach the chin and chest forward, keep the hips drawing back and down, and then wrap the right arm around the front of the right shin. Bend the elbow, turn the palm to face out, and if you have this space, land the back of the right hand against the outer right hip. Sweep the left arm back, and if available, grab fingertips. If not available, look, I have a strap, but my socks were closer, so you could uh, use any bit of fabric or towel or uh, strap to extend the arms to make that connection. Shoulder blades on the back, chin and chest forward, extend through the heel, ground through the thigh, lift into the kneecap. Either choose to keep the head suspended here, or you might explore the possibility of rounding the chin to the chest, forehead towards or to the knee. This is one pose that uh, I have practiced this pose early on in my practice, and it is, to me, it was profoundly different. <laughs> So this is actually a pose that um, it might not seem too complicated, might not seem too deep, um, but there is a lot of, um, of opening in the upper back and in the neck that I noticed from my practice to, uh, to create this shape. Okay, come on out of there. Right hand behind the hip, left arm extends up. And then either wrap the elbow around the front of the left knee for a twist, or if you have the space, you might bring the elbow to the outside of the right thigh. Gauge what feels appropriate for your low back, your middle back, your upper back, uh, moving into this twist. So you might even feel uh, extra twisty today, and you want to take a bind. Uh, I'm, as I said yesterday, I'm not even going to pretend that my body is ready for a demo of that. <laughs> So, um, if you know the bind, then I trust you to do it. If you don't know the bind, then um, let's, let's tackle that another day. Uh, collarbones broad, left shoulder on the back. Revolve around the central channel of your spine and consider using your abdominal muscles to shift the inner body from left to right. Then let's come forward, counter twist before doing the second side. Draw the left knee in and back, up and back. Fist width distance between the inner foot and the inner thigh. Keep the hips grounded, reach the left arm up. And then hinge at the uh, waist, hinge at the hips, fold forward, reach for the outer ankle or the outer foot. Pull the toes back, reach the chin and chest forward. Try to wrap the left outer hip towards the floor as you hug the left inner knee towards the left ribs or the left shoulder. Wrap the left arm back, bend the elbow, turn the palm to face outward, potentially landing the hand at the outside left hip. Okay, have your arm extender handy as you extend the right leg, the right arm back. Uh, attempt to bind. You might be surprised uh, at what you, the depth you can find on one side that you uh, did, were not at, was not accessible on the first side, and maybe the first side was your uh, deeper bind. Either way, uh, reach for the fingers and use the strap. Shoulder blades on the back, chin and chest forward. 
Lift into the left kneecap, ground the left thigh, and option to tuck the chin to the chest, forehead towards or to the knee. So I recall this pose as being one, especially where uh, people are wondering where they're supposed to be feeling it. And uh, this is a pose where you could be feeling this in any number of places. So what do you feel? Where do you feel? Um, not what should you feel. <laughs> so whatever, wherever you feel it the most is probably where uh, you would benefit from the stretch the most. Okay, come on out, unbind, and left hand behind the hip. Right arm stretches skyward, and then either hook, uh, wrap, or hook, or bind to come into the twist. Right to left, bottom to top, inside to outside, just as I uh, say in our original seated twist. Same principles apply here. Shin parallel to the floor, eventually leading the gaze over the left shoulder. You might uh, notice that I'm grabbing my, um, I'm grabbing the blanket that I'm sitting on to give me more leverage. I believe it's more torque, but I'll have to look up that word <laughs> before continuing its potentially misuse. <laughs> yeah, what I was telling my husband about, um, like, oh. What, this misuse of the word um, complicit or complacent or both of them I was like well there's really nothing I can do about having used that word incorrectly he's like no there is you can learn the word and use it correctly I was like good point <laughs> okay anyway come back do your counter twist and uh, come to lie on your back once again Grab the knees with the hand, with cupped hands and then push your knees into your hands. Rock your knees side to side, just giving a nice side to side massage on your sacral spine. And then let's turn this shape into happy baby by drawing the knees in and up towards the armpits, taking hold of the outer edges of the feet, soles of the feet, open to the ceiling, rocking side by side by pulling one knee down towards or to the earth and then the other. Inner feet together, interlace the fingers, widen out through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips, flatten the low back, let the pressure of the feet in the hands, pull the arms taut, lifting the heads, the arm bones away from the floor as the head remains heavy and grounded. And finally, you did it. Give yourself a big hug. Draw your knees into your chest. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs. And whatever language feels safe for you, tell yourself thank you. Tell yourself that you love you. Um, and pull your chin to your chest. Draw into a tight space. And then let it all go as usual. Um, I started a little late today. I started about four, I didn't start practicing until about uh, 
four minutes after start time, 10.04. And um, yeah, so I'm going to give myself a little bit more time to do this to Savasana. I hope you do too. So uh, in lieu of an inversion today, uh, you may take a blanket to the wall. And as I mentioned that last week, um, you might also use a strap for this if you have one. So uh, make a loop in your strap that is about uh, one foot in um, diameter. <laughs> and swing your hips to the wall. Again, uh, put on any additional clothing if you're in a cool space. And uh, where if your body temperature starts to cool down, it's going to make you uncomfortable. And, you know, uh, take, some, take some precaution. Put on a sweater. Put on some socks. Swing your legs up a wall. Take the strap around your ankles if you have one. And come to your savasana, whether it be legs up the wall, whether it be lying on your back. I've even had days where I, just, I don't even feel comfortable lying on my back. I just want to lie on my stomach. So, um, so it's a yeah, it's interesting this negotiation between um, listening to your body and uh, and moving or making decisions based on the intention you had when you came to your mat, your reason for practicing, the way you uh, you want, the way you want to develop. <laughs> so those are things that you can just continually be thinking about. Um, arms at your sides, palms face up, fingers unfurl. Tune in to the sensation of the air against your exposed palms. Lengthen your neck and let the eyes close. Eyelids heavy, forehead soft and broad, cheeks slack. As you set your body into the state of repose, so this restive, peaceful um, moment, I bet you once again to consider this phrase that wonders never cease.
if you desire more time residing in this state of wonder, <laughs> you might pause the podcast or the recording that you're watching. Just expand this space. Otherwise, join me in reanimating the fingers and toes. Slowly slide your feet down the wall. Remove the strap. Extend your right arm along your right ear and roll your body, possibly off the padding, onto your right side, moving from our savasana, our corpse pose, into this fetal position. Push your way back to a seat. Comfortable seated position with the eyes closed. Consciously rooting through the legs and hips once more from the earth growing tall. Please bring your hands onto your heart. You may feel the ebb and flow of your breath you may feel the beat of your own heart. We will chant on one single time to close the practice. Exhale and inhale for all. Thank you guys. Um, I love to see the numbers stay the same throughout the practice. <laughs> uh, 